Macariar to Stokes, who's onside. Here's Sims to put Stokes this from Southampton. They could finish the job here. It's Shane Long, and he has done it. Just a minute to play. That's stoppage time. Here's Letizia. Welcome to the Saints FC podcast. And yes, we've got another um, foray into the Ultimate 11 uh, Saints FC podcast collaboration, which uh, Ben set up for us. And as promised, uh, Mick Channon Jr. has managed to speak um, to Mick Channon Sr. and get his Ultimate Saints 11. Um, huge, huge thanks to Ben, um, Robbie, for helping us set this up and both the McChannons for being such good sports and doing this. Um, this conversation between the two McChannons is absolutely lovely. And I can tell you what, there's no way you'd have guessed McChannon Senior's uh, team. It's a, it's a really great one. And there's some lovely stories in here as well. Uh, hope you all enjoy listening back to this. And of course, do let us know what you think. Uh, email us saintsfcpodcast at gmail.com or get in contact on Twitter at saintsfcpodcast. Anyway, over to the Mr. Channons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you've got well, your cup of tea. You, you've got your tea. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I don't want to tread on anyone's toes, but we've managed to snaffle. Uh, I'm Mick Shannon, by the way, and this week we've got another one called Mick Shannon. One of us um, played five games very badly for the reserves in the mid-1990s. The other fella did slightly better. How are you, Michael? Yeah, very well. Good to, good to see you. Good to speak to you. Good to be alive and kicking. <laughs> well, exactly. And um, I suppose I'll take this opportunity just because we've just finished the horses. We're at the stud and you're always so busy. But it'll be a nice opportunity, I think, to go through your Ultimate Saints eleven. Um, where do you want to start, really? I mean, have you got a formation in mind? Let's go back. Because, I mean, we, you're not going to do it with players you played with, necessarily. You're not going to do well, it with... Because you, uh, you started as a supporter, didn't you? Let's go oh, back. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I remember sort of, you know... Gee, when would it be now? Back in the, the early 60s, you know? Probably, you know... Yeah, probably the late 50s, you know? Which is even more frightening. I remember my dad lifting me over the stalls over the turnstiles, you know, to come in at the, the dell at the top end there where you walk down where the entrance was, you know. And I remember my first game against Swindon, we set out to Swindon, you couldn't get in the place. And I got lifted over that day by Dad and he got in and I sat on his, sh- I was on his shoulders for most of the game. And we were, and, and it was a one-all draw and John Page scored the equaliser, you know, for Southampton. It was one-one. So, but being a Wiltshire lad who, who, I mean, in fact, I was born in between uh, Swindon and Southampton, you know. And, but uh, my dad was always a Southampton supporter. Obviously, being a Hampshire man, he, he came from Latham. He was born in Dummer, which is, uh, which is near Basingstoke. And so he, 
he he was he was the Southampton man who basically channeled me that way. And was Same it? as I did with you <laughs> and my, and Jack and and all the family. We were, we're all Southampton supporters. Um, so it was so, a car full, was it, or just you and your dad come down? Just me and my dad. Well, my mother used to go, go shopping. And we yeah. used to go to football Saturday afternoon. That was the the ritual, you know, every other week. But uh, and then we eventually stood just behind the box in the de- down, you know, just just by the box, by the right hand side of the box. And on big days, well, the, the managers dugouts. Yeah, yeah, dugout. Yeah, the dugout. Yeah, and on on full days, I remember being lifted over the crowd to get up the front. The kids were always lifted over, you know. And who was and manager then? Ted. Ted Bates. Yeah. You know, most of Ted Bates was the manager. He was the um, he was the first manager I ever knew. But he was there longer, you know, longer than God almost, wasn't he? You know, so. Um, so you start out as a supporter, then you become a player. What sort of transitions that from from watching your heroes and then what? Uh, well, that's right. I mean, I suppose. I mean, my heroes in them days were the likes of Terry Payne, John Sidney. Derek Reeves, Derek Reeves, only a little fella centre forward, you know, um, but... Um, and then the transition, you got and signed then, and then... Exactly. So you've seen everything, because now you're a supporter again. That must be weird, well, but it's that, weird for people who... I've gone full circle, but that's the, that's an age thing. <laughs> but, um, no, no, I, I, it, was, it was great, you know, when I had the opportunity. I could have gone to Swindon to play. Um, Bert Ed wanted to sign me. And Ted Bates and, and, and Tom Parker came and signed me on a, on a Sunday night. And by all accounts, that used to be illegal. You couldn't, you know, you had to sign on the Saturday or on the, on the Monday. And is I think it, they backdated is, is it, this, you know? Is this when you embarrassed, who was the Arsenal captain that uh, came with his medals? Grandma was telling me about it. I've well, no, about... that's Tom Parker. That was Tom Parker. Right. He was, he was the Ted coach. Ted Boredom, he was the, he was the head scout right. at Southampton. Um, but he he played for Arsenal. You're dead right. He was an Arsenal player. I think he played for Southampton. But he was Ted Bates' scout. That's what he was. Is it true you embarrassed Grandma because you didn't really give her monkeys about the medals he was showing you? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably, you know. But um, listen, when you're a kid, you all you wanted to do was play football. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure things haven't changed much now. And kids are still the same. They still want to play football. And, you know, but... Um, no, it was a little bit different in them days, I think, you know, and it was a lot harder to get recognised and get picked up and get started. But uh, I was fortunate enough, I played for Wiltshire Schoolboys against Hampshire and they had some good players, you know, you Mickey Judds and um, Bob McCarthy's and, you know, um, Ellerington, not, not, not Bill Ellerington, Bill Ellerington was, the, was the, the other scout at Southampton. Ellard, Mickey, Mickey Ellard. And you, Ellard. you ended up playing well. They, yep. they, you all ended all up they at the Dell. All, we all ended up at the Dell as apprentices in the same, you know, and I, but I came from, I played for Wiltshire. But we played at, at Andover and I think they beat us, I think they beat us 5-4 um, f- or something, you know. Um, it was a cracking game, you know, and it was under floodlights. And as a kid, you didn't get to play under floodlights. And I always remember that was probably the first game we played under floodlights, you know, I ever played under floodlights. I think I scored two or three. And, you know, I was tapped up by um, um, uh, Bert Head. Bert Head was there. Bert Head was there and he came in the dressing room after and said, you know, you come and see me on the following Monday. You know, and and that's why a fella called Snowy Day was a mad Southampton supporter in 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 Shruton, lived in Shruton. Used to go there. Dad used to know him, used to speak every week. 
Anyway, he, he got hold of the club and told him that I was going to go to Swindon. So that's when Bill Etherington said, well, I was there and he was very good and, you know, the all history then. And um, Tom Parker got hold of us and they come up on the Sunday night and nicked me from, from under Bert Ed's nose. Bert Ed never forgive us, you know, bless him, he's gone now. But, uh, but he, you know, he was a real Wiltshire lad, you know, Bert, West I, Country lad. I suppose it was a fortuitous thing. I could snap to me very much on the up and... You know, only four, only three or four years after you signed, they went up. So, I mean, but you could... say that Swindon were a very good team. You know, I mean, they had they had a great youth policy, which Bert Head was behind. You know, your Summersby, your your, your um, Don Rogerses, you know, your Woodruffs. Your, I mean, they had some great players, and and then you know, so Southampton and and Swindon were they were both attractive clubs to to go to. You could have gone to either of them, really. Right. So let's. So you, we've got plenty of history. So let's go through your team. Should we start at the very beginning with oh, the goalkeepers? goalkeepers? Start with the goalkeepers, you've got to. And Who springs to mind? From you know, who's, Who were the first Southampton goalies that just pop in your head? Well, probably ended up being my best mate ever. Be honest Bob. Bob Charles. Bob Charles. Tell us about yeah, Bob Charles. Yeah, Bob Charles played for England youth. He was, he was like a childhood wonder, you know. He was a big lad. Bit overweight, you know, in this day, but very, very good goalkeeper. Very agile for a bit. Well, when he was a 16, he was very agile. <laughs> By the time he was 18, he was finished, you know. But a great goalkeeper. And he broke, I mean, what finished him was he broke his elbow and he could never straighten his, you know, his, his, his arm was always bent, you know. So he had to, he, he was forced to read. And he was a big threat. His biggest mate was Nobby Styles because they played for England youth together. And um, he ended up being my landlord, but we had some, some time, some laughs. Um, great lad, great character. Honest Bob, we called him. Honest, but, why well, is that? I really ought to hand, hand it over to you because you, you know, you, he used to buy you your car. I said, yeah. buy Michael a car, will you? If, if you ever got done in terms of buying a car, Bob Charles of Sandhurst will ring truly in your, in your desire. But wasn't Bob... He is. He always had the, the his most proudest moment was at Bert Troutman, wasn't it? When when they went the where they went the city, yeah. and Bert Troutman they beat him five two or something oh, in the cup. Yeah, yeah. And Bert Troutman came up to him and said, "Well played, young man. You'll go far." <laughs> yeah, he wasn't right, though, was he? Bless no, unfortunately, no, Bob's career was, was was cut short. But what a character! He ended up being a, like you say, a car dealer, a docky. I could tell you stories about him, you know, and you know. Coming off the coming off the liners with contraband, <laughs> and, and they'd all stop and they'd bump into each other and the bottles would clink and what have you, and they'd notice that that, um, that that Reggie was at the bottom of the the bottom of the gangplank. Bob said, "That's all right, we were all right, boys. Walk on." So they'd all. Reggie, my granddad. Yeah, your granddad. So he'd customs get down, officer. Customs officer. So he'd walk down like, and they'd all walk off, and all the customs officers were stood there, and they he used to let them get about. And 200 yards across the, the tarmac, and they go, Bob, just come back here, please. And then they come back there, and they say, and Bob say, yeah, what is it, Reggie? She, he said, don't forget the boys. <laughs> they were great customs officers. <laughs> they were great customs. They were proper customs officers. <laughs> so he's the, he's the one that makes you smile the most, but other keepers you were involved with. Yeah, well, or you we, remember playing the Saints? Well, I mean, probably Shilton was probably the best. You know, I mean, the most dedicated, the most, um, you know, anorak. You know, I'd say he'd drive you mad. But um, a great keeper, and you know, he's a good lad as well. You know, 
But we, I was lucky enough. We played, you know, I, we had um, Eric Martin, chocolate wrists, we used to call him. Uh, seems to get his hand to everything, but everything used to go in the goal, you know. But, uh, um, but he, he was a great lad, Eric Martin. He used to have some tough days on his hands, though. The Leeds and the Everton matches spring well, to mind. Well, absolutely. You know, we, you know, it set up to where, um, you know, we're like where we were an alehouse team, and you know what I'm trying to say is we, you know, the first game at the Dell of the season used to be called a relegation battle, you know. So that that'll put you that'll you know it was a tough to survive, and so the goalkeeper was always, you know, the first first one in line, you know, that you know, who was going to get the stick. But you know, go, but going on from then, you know, I mean, I, I go back as far as Campbell Forsyth. Yeah. You know the Scots lad, big lad, you know. I believe he died just recently, just the last few days. And, uh, you know, but he, he was... I'll always remember I, I was only 16. I was, I was in, the, in, the, in the, the trenches, you know, the, where the, the... The front of the... Yeah. Oh, in the dugout. In the dugout. And, um, and Shilton, I think... Was it Shilton or... or uh, it, was, it was Shilton, edge of the box, kicked the ball out. And you could see him. He was stood on the penalty spot. And I thought, this is going to go over his head, you know. And it bounced on, you know, on the edge of the penalty box and went over his head and in. And that was the only goal I've ever seen a goalkeeper score, you know, from, from a direct kick out, you know. Um, but he, he springs to mind. Then we had Ivan Katalenic. Remember Ivan Katalenic? My granddad, yeah, catastrophic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and Ian Turner, we got it obviously. Um, you can't forget Ian Turner, who, who basically won the, won the FA Cup for us, really. He was... In the first twenty minutes, he was he was a top dog, you know, and uh, uh, great lad, you know, hard working, you know. Um, so all the lads had, had a lot of talents. Obviously, Schultz, without without saying, you know, is 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 the class one who who. Which hit, makes hit. which means I've got to pin you down here. What is the Mick Shannon team? What is this team supposed to be winning the league, or are you doing it because they make you smile? Are you doing it? Because... No, I'm doing it because they're. They make me smile. They're me mates. They're all me mates. Anyway, I can consider them all. Whoever, whoever I talk about there, I would love them to be in, but you say I can only have one. You can only have one uh, goal. Bob mate. Charles, no question. Bob Charles, okay. That's fine, Bob That's Charles. That's upset a lot of people straight away. <laughs> you know? No, it's your team. It doesn't matter. So Bob Charles is Mick Shannon's goalkeeper. Um, and we'll go on the right back. I mean, have you got a big choice of right backs? No, I don't. well, I don't think there's an awful lot, you know. You got Peter Rodriguez, obviously, who was our captain in the cup final. Um, you know, um, and, and you got Ivan Golak, who I had, I had some some of the, later on in my life. I had some great days with Ivan Gol, bloody bastard little. He used to say to me, you know, because I say, "Come on, Ivan, keep up on that." You know what I'm trying to say? But he was, he loved his football. He was a great right back, but he was more of a right winger than a right back. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I've I've so, said this already. Yeah, you know he he was he was the best you know he he was the best right winger I think I've played with. You know, probably. So is he getting your right back spot or Pedro? I, I'm Ivan because I'm, I'm everything about me is winning. Right. Okay. So I'm going for Ivan. And I suppose when Peter Rodriguez was there, he was 36, getting on a bit, whereas Ivan was in his exactly. pomp, really. That's right. So I'd go for Ivan at right back. Right. Centre halves. Now, are you playing three at the back? Are you playing four at the back? Are you? Well, there's so many good ones. 
to play at the back, but I'll probably just go with one, but I don't know whether I could trust him, you know. Uh, well, I've gone with one at the back, <laughs> with, with one centre-half. So. You know, I mean, when you, when you go through them, you know, you've got, you've got John McGrath, you know, he's big as a block of flats and just about as manoeuvrable. That was, that was the quote that, uh, that Peter Back came up with, you know, I mean, and, um, some, of the, some of the sayings they did, but he was a great character, John McGrath, but, uh, you know, and I think they... That's where we got the alehouse name from. That's when Rhett, that's when um, Shankly called. Uh, he got hold of Alan Evans one day and lifted him up, like you know. And I think he was going to eat him, you know. Um, and after that, Shankly called us the alehouse team. So, but um, and then you got him. You got Dave Watson, bless him, who's got dementia now. They tell me I saw in the paper today that yeah. I didn't know he was he was ill, but. He was a, he was a very solid player, but Jimmy Gabriel, what a character! Jimmy Gabriel, I want to go with Jimmy, really. You want to go with Jimmy Gabriel? I, I want to, but I'm, it's a toss up between him and Jim Steele. But uh, J- Jimmy Gabriel was was a great character. He used to he was older when it, when he arrived at Southampton. He had been he had been around a bit, and he had been at Everton when they won the, the, the all the big ones. But a great competitor. You know, he, he very dedicated. He used to get quite heavy and put on a bit of weight, and then he'd go on a diet. And he'd, he'd go go on a diet all week until Friday night. And then he'd get absolutely pissed, you know, because he watched the he'd watched High Chaparral and they slid a bottle of scotch down the bar and fell a drunk at all. And he says that's impossible. So he tried it himself. <laughs> he couldn't get up to bed that night, you know. He turned <laughs> he turned up next day for the for the game stinking of scotch. So. I mean, it sounds very unprofessional, but he was a great competitor. And as I said, some of these, some of these lads, you just had to believe where they came from and the tough upbringings they had. And, you know, so I would go for Jimmy Gabriel or Jim Steele. It's a toss-up between the two. I could play the two of them at the back, you know, but I've I got to mention sort of Mel Bloy. you got to mention Mel. Yeah, who, who was in our cup final team. Yes. Uh, Moaning Mel, we used to call him. You know, he used to love a whinge, and but, but a good lad, and um, and another one I got to mention, Cliff Oxford, because Cliff Oxford used to kick lumps when I was an apprentice. Oh, he's the only man that really frightened the shit out of me. You know, if you could live with Cliff Oxford, you could you could survive, but between him and Dennis Hollywood, who played at left back. That was a tough life. You didn't want to, you know. Oh, so you were 16, 17? 16 when I first come in, but that didn't matter. You got you got hoisted, you know. If you played, and if you played in the reserves against the first team and you went by him, fucking hell, that was that was <laughs> the end of the world, you know. You, you know. So are you having two or one at the centre-half? I went with one simply because I want to see more lads going forward. But Well, Steely, Steely was the most talented without any question. He, you know, I mean, he's a headbanger. Nutcase. He's changed a lot, though. <laughs> but I loved him, and you know, I think everyone did, you know. Um, so I would. Jimmy Gable won't be happy with me, but I'll just go for Steely. I'll just play the one at the back because I'm only going to play. I'm only going to play one left back as well, you know. Yeah. And I See, and I'm very very torn here. Because, so Jim Steele's your centre half. So Jim Steele will be the centre half. Ivan Golak. Um, Jim right back. Yeah, yeah, we'll be right back. Okay, and your left back. My left back. Well, it, there's only three that would come close to it, you know. Yeah. Um, which would be David Peach. Yeah. Who was in the cup final team and, and got a brilliant left foot and, 
he's still around. He still reminds me that he used to fucking lay, a, lay out, make a few, a few goals for me. But I said, but I had to be quick, quick enough to get on the end of them. <laughs> fucking thought I was fucking, you know, Concord, I think. Um, but and then there was Tommy Trainer. And that is going back. That's and going that back. And going back a little bit. He was the first fella to really take me under his wing and look after me as a young lad. And he used to. He was renowned for his slide tackles. You know, he used to. He used to. You know, anyone who remembers the old Dell, he would start off sort of sliding about twenty yards before he took the bat and the ball on the player. <laughs> you know, especially on wet ground, he was. He used to have a yard of skin off his backside every day. And know? he was your landlord, wasn't he? He was my landlord. Yeah. Great family, the trainers, and I think I named a horse after him once, you know, called Tommy Trainer. But a great man. Third, set, set up the Tyro he, League, didn't he? he? He started the Tyro League, Tommy Trainer, 33 and a third, he always used to say. And he lived at 33 Treeside Road. <laughs> In Shirley. In Shirley. And that was me, that was me dig, so, uh, uh, you know, I mean, he just... Just Again, he probably would be. He wouldn't be in the world eleven, but in your in your, he's got yeah, a, well, he's got a chance along he's got, with. He's got a chance of fucking nicking the hardest man I think and the toughest left back I've ever seen, Dennis Hollywood. You know, who you know, I mean, when we played Man City, they used to, him and Summerby used to spend the first twenty minutes passing it to each other so they could tackle each other. They didn't get on Mike Summerby and Dennis Hollywood. They did didn't they? get on, you know. They didn't get on, but they all, they always respected each other. Even to this day, you bump into Mike Summerby. You ever bump into him? That's the first thing he said. To, we saw him just at York. ask him about Dennis Hollywood. Yeah. We, well, that's, he, he went, and he always goes, "Give Dennis my best," <laughs> and that's a true story. We saw him at York a few years ago, and he went. All right, Mick, how's Dennis Hollywood? Give Dennis my best. And I mentioned him to Dennis last time I see him. He went, don't talk to me about that. <laughs> but God, they, you know, I remember Franny Lee saying, we, they came down and they were going to be champions. They were champions elect almost. And he, he said, fucking look at that, Summerby. And, and he said, we've come down here wanting to survive. And, you know, we towards the end of the season, we want a nice run in and they're kicking lumps out of each other. He said, it's stupid. He said, this is mental. He said, there's no winners. But no. Uh, so, so you've got the choice, Peach, got, Trainer or Hollywood? Yeah. I'm going for Tommy Trainer. Tommy Trainer. There you go. There you so go. Left back for Mick Shannon is Tommy Trainer, which moves us, we'll go right side, will we? Is this going to take long? No, this won't take long. Right we'll go, side we'll of go right side. I mean, we, we, I remember some real good players. I remember Ken Wimster, he was a good midfield player in the in the cup run that they had when they beat Nottingham Six, Forest. Yeah, 63, yeah. 5-0 and went to Tottenham and, and beat, beat them in the replay. Uh, um, but there's only one, really, and that's Terry Payne. Terry Payne was in a class of his own. Um, as I said, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been some other good players, Danny Wallace, and you know, there's been some other real good players that that, can, that fit in that. But Payne is the outstanding one. I mean, the stats back up. I don't think we need to go on about it. Apart no. from saying, you know, from a personal point of view, you you were a fan of his, and then yeah. you were a teammate. Exactly, exactly. But then then you come to the midfield, and that, that then it does get a bit difficult. You know, You're playing four across the middle. I think I will. So you've got four. two centre mids here coming in. Yeah, yeah. I've also got two centre So you've got to mention Brian O'Neill, who's one of my best mates. But again, headbanger, uh, Bowley, another mate, Huey Fisher, you know, Steve Williams, another headbanger, Jesus Christ. And the best player Southampton have had ever, I think, Le, Le God, you know. And then you've got Jimmy McCallyog, who was a 
who was a very, very talented player, great football brain, um, and played in the cup final, and Paul Gilchrist, who played yeah. alongside him. Paul was, Paul was the hod carrier, the one who did all the, all the work, you know, a bit like Huey, to, to, be, to be fair. So, you know, it's, it's really a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned, you know. I mean, as much as I, I love Brian O'Neill and I want him in, you know, I would go for Bawley and God. So, you know, so, have to do, so this is probably the elderly Bawley who we saw at Saints probably in the yeah. in the early eighties. He's holding definitely, yeah, yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. And well, that's right. He let Natiz do what he fucking wants, but he will yeah. anyway. So, far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, two special players, really. Two two of the best players that you know. You know, I was priv- I I didn't have the privilege of playing with Natiz, but you know, he was he was just after me, you know, and but. Uh, you know, I was a supporter then, and you know, I mean, he's the best I've ever seen. Okay, yeah. so so far the three in midfield: Terry Payne on the right in the middle is Alan Ball and Matt Latiz on the left. I mean, I suppose. No, then this is this is this is up for grabs. You have got Nicky Holmes, who who was the stalwart. You know, solid as a rock. You couldn't fault him. You know, couldn't fault his attitude, his professionalism. Great player. Quite annoying though, isn't it? Because he. Played all the years for his hometown club, and he's an incredibly nice person as well. Is there anything wrong with Nick Holmes? No, well, I, I say, is there anything wrong with with sport today? Everybody's got, everybody's nice now. It worries me. Well, they're you know, all in our day, they're in all our day, Nick. I in suppose our, in our day, we used to have rows and fights in the dressing room. Did and... Nick ever? No. <laughs> that sums it up, doesn't no. it? I love Nick. But he's he was one of the player. fittest men I ever knew, and he was a great character. Then David Armstrong, he was a very good, solid player, great left foot. You know, he played He played there for several years. But I've got to go back to probably one of the best, the quickest, you know. I, you know, I, I've seen him run off, the, you know, run off the pitch onto the track to get round the player and still get to the ball and cross it. And he was lightning, a fellow called John Sidnam. John Sidnam. And he was same same era as Terry same Payne. Same as Terry Payne and uh, the same as a, a, a very good centre forward I know called Derek Reeves. And we'll come to a bit later on, but you know he was, you know he was lightning. He was the quickest thing you know, that I think I've ever seen. And you ended up playing with him as well. Yeah, I played with him. Yeah, I mean, it was towards the end of his career, but um, and and they dropped him a couple of times to play me because Martin Chivers was still there, you know. But it wasn't fair on him because I wasn't a left winger or anything like that. But when I first got into the side, you know. But Sydney, he, he was, he was. When I was a kid, he, him and Payne and and Derek Reeves were were awesome, you know. I mean, they could, they the goals they scored, you know. He used to fly down the left wing and whack it across, and Reeves would throw himself at it, and they'd carry him back to the halfway line unconscious, you know. Well, let's come over to that then. So you're playing three up front because you played three at the back, four through the middle, and then you got three up front. And you've mentioned Derek Reeves. Yeah, I mentioned. Well, I Derek, mean, he, he was. You never. Did you, you obviously... No, I never played with him. I, I knew him, but I didn't know him. You know, I knew Derek because he had finished when I got there. But he was only a slight... He was only a small fella. He wasn't very big, but he was a very good, very quick in the box and just get a, just get a half a yard on you. Like when he says you only need an inch. If, you, if you, you get the first touch of the ball, there's a chance of it going in the net. But they used to whiz down the wing. Payne, he was the, the jinker and go by people, get the thing, you know. But Sydenham flew down, whacked it across, and he used to throw his head at it and throw any part of his body at it. And, and then he used to cart him back to the... 
He used to get three or four goals a game. He was brilliant. Well, I think when they when they came up from Division Three, he scored. I think he still holds the record for the most goals in the season. Yeah, I yeah. think nearly 40, 39 goals, something like that. Yeah, he was. He, but you had to be, know him. You know, you had, so people wouldn't. So he's going to be one of me. He's definitely in. He's definitely Derek in. Reed. He's definitely in. Was, was he your oh, hero? You, so this is you as a kid, I take it, watching Derek Absolutely. Reed. So this he was a real, one of oh, your he first was, he, was, he, he was, yeah. As I say, when I started, he had, he basically had just finished. Yeah. So so that's how, you know, and I mean, I can go back to, to uh, um, Charlie Livesey, you know, Charlie Not, Wayman, you know. You can't go that far back. You know, up the middle for Charlie, you know. <laughs> you can't get, you're not that old, are you? No, no, but I remember them, you know, because yeah. I, I like the history of it, you know. But going back to it, I mean, I think that probably the, you know, the the one you would you would have to stick with would be, you know, Ozzy was such, such a talented player and probably the great thing with Ozzy was Ozzy was one of them players who was a brilliant player at 16 Till he was sort of twenty, yeah. he had four years, and then his size and everything else. I mean, is this a choice or is this a discussion? No, no this is a discussion about oh, right. Ozzy. Yeah, you know? so you. But I think no, Ozzy's going to be in me. He's in. He's definitely. Ozzy's going to be in. You know, as a, as a front player. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, I remember Ozzy. You know, when he was at his best. Yeah. I never felt he was at his best at Southampton. Yeah. But at his best, he was the be- one of the. He was as good as. Bestie. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. He was as good as Bestie. From from 16 to, to 18, 20. Yeah. He was brilliant. For a big, big man. And he was a big man. Hmm. So, I would and, have... I, my, I, and, I, and what, how did he, you know, was, could you see the... Was he was he so much worse or was he just that good when he came to Saints? So, you know, I mean, was... Well, he, you, you could still see the ability was yeah. there, but he just didn't have that half a yard. He just yeah. lost that... His, his, his torso was that much heavier, that much yeah. bigger. When he was a young man, he had that little bit of agility, that little bit quicker, you know, he was yeah. that sharper. But he obviously brought plenty to the party, oh, on sheer yeah. ability alone. I mean, exactly. What role did he play in the cup final? Well, like absolutely. The... Well, I mean, he, we wouldn't have got there if, at Bradford that day if he hadn't have fucking flicked yeah. it up and volleyed it. And, you know what I'm saying? He's in, Jimmy McCallion volleyed it over the wall. Great goal, you know. Ozzy saw that. I mean, that's the type of thing he does. He he was a match winner. So and you then, got, you've got Derek Reeves and Ozzy. You've gone early on your choices because yeah. you've scribbled down a million here. Yeah, yeah. No, this is going to be I, a tough one. You know, we, I I got to come. Phil Boyer, Bobby Stokes, who played in the cup final. Stokes, he was just a great great lad. You know, George O'Brien. People, I remember him in in the in the in the Reeves year era. That's when he was, and he could score goals. He was very good. Very tricky, good good player. Ron Davis, fucking great. I mean, one of the best. Ted McDougall, fucking hell. He was a character. Uh, Phil Boyer and Steve Moran. I mean, we've had plenty of, you know, plenty of top class. And Ron Davis, obviously, he was probably your first partner as such, wasn't he? Yeah, it was, yeah. When, what's the name? But he, I mean, he was, he was a brute of a man, you know, strong, all muscle, fucking great header. Could jump higher than you know. I don't know. He was he just such an athlete, you know. I mean, this team's full of this team's full of people who you looked up to, and then you've got little like Steve Moran. I mean, that he 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 was like the youngest player I remember in the whole side when that was my first team. Um, he was just a great goal scorer. Yeah, you know, he was brilliant in the box, quick, sharp. You know, was he the same as McDougal and Boyer? 
absolutely. Yeah, more or less the same sort of goals. They were, you know, Ted was Ted was a poacher, goal scorer, toe poked, did anything, just get it in the net, yeah. you know. Um, Phil Boyer, yeah, he he taught himself to be a good good goal scorer. I remember but as you, a kid because I remember. Boyer, he just scored every week. And yeah. then when he left, it seemed to be Moran scored every week. It yeah, seemed, exactly. It, it was, as a kid growing up, it was like... They, they, were, they, were, they were both, both top-class, you know, goal scorers, you know. Yeah. So but, you've got to nail down your final striker. You've got Derek Reeves, Peter Osgood and... Well, there's only one other you could, and that would be Keegan. Because Keegan could play the... Keegan could play... Either way, you could have Ozzy up front with, with Derek Reeves and Keegan f- could f- fill in just behind him. I thought you were going with Ron Davis. Mm-hmm. I really did. Mm-hmm. You're going with Kit. So you've got Derek Reeves, Peter Osgood. And... So where does Derek Reeves slot in? Because I never saw him. Who? Derek Reeves. Where does he slot in? Who plays where in this front three? Well, I'd well, play Ozzy and Reeves up and Keegan just behind him. Yeah, got you. Yeah. All right. I like the way that you've really taken this seriously. <laughs> you proper. Well, I think they're great players. Yeah. And they're all they're all match winners. They all wanted to win. They all had a great character. They all had something about them. Where yeah. are this lot going to finish in? So, give us your perfect time when these lads are playing. First of all, what is what kits? What Southampton kit are these? Is is your team? Red and white stripes all the way through. Just the plain ones. Just the, with the what the old with the, ring yeah. neck. Ring neck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you've no, got the, no the classic thing. Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. Your classic, and your assistant manager? Assistant manager, bloody hell. I mean, but first of all, what sort of manager do you think you'd be? Were you the tracksuited man throwing bottles? Well, I'm the, the manager as well, have I? You've got to be a manager. Yeah, you're the manager of this team. Oh, you right, can pick right. an assistant, so... Right. Uh, this is a question. This is, I'm interested in this. Yeah, I, you know, I'd probably go for Huey Fisher. Oh, you're not going to have Ted or Laurie. You've brought <laughs> Huey in. I'm loving that. <laughs> I'm loving that. Why well, I've got, I've, got to have, I've got to have someone who can be real close to the players. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's Huey, is it? Yeah. That I never in a million years thought you were going. Okay, so your favourite kit's the classic. Mm. Assistant manager Huey Fisher. Mm. Um, I thought Laurie was going to be the manager. See, no, it's yours. But I'm the manager. So you're the manager. <laughs> well, you're not going to tell Laurie what to pick, are you? Let's face it; that could never happen. Um, and. Few other things, really. I want to ask while while I've got you focused on football because I don't think we've ever had these conversations. Um, obviously, your era that these teams playing in. I take it they're at the Dell. Oh yeah, this is this is a this is this the is Dell. A team from the Dell. This, this is the Dell. team. And in what what age? You know, in the early seventies, oh, early eighties. You know, it'll be it'll be when they they could still rattle the stand and you could yeah. hear, hear the rumble before you could. Huh? Yeah. And what's what we were talking about it earlier? What stage of the season has Les put the sand all oh, over it? Is yeah, it the beach? And, and or? That bog has got to be on the right hand side, just just where you come out the t- you know down yeah, the. Hit. It's got to be three foot deep. Yeah, it's got to be. You've got to be able to go in at least three foot. You know. Yeah, I suppose you have got the players who could do a bit of clogging in the mud as well. Absolutely, though. yeah. Tommy Trainer, he'd love it. <laughs> well. Thank you very much, Dad. There's a few surprises in there, and there's, I'm sure there's a few names that some of us will have to go away and look up. Um, anything to add? You're looking forward to this season with this team going. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a ride on the on, yeah. the, on the team coach home. It's going to be. Well, some... what I'm trying to say is, it's the biggest bunch of characters you ever come across in your life. Whether you would have a great time with them anyway, and that's what what I did. I played with most of them, or knew them, or, or watched them as as a kid. And and they they made football fun, 
And that's where I that's why I play wanted to play football because of the people that I've t- just talked about. Okay, we'll go through the team one last time. The goalkeeper is Bob Charles. The right back Ivan Golak. Shoring up the defence on his own is Jim Steele in the centre. With was it Tommy Trainer? Tommy Trainer. Tommy yeah. Trainer on the left. with Steely, see, you know, yeah. on his own. On his own, yeah. <laughs> Terry Payne on the right with Ball and Letizier in the middle. And have you gone for John Sidnall? John Sidnall, the John flying Sidnall. machine. And up front, yeah, up front you've got you've got Keegan just behind Osgood and Reeves, Derek Reeves. There's a few goals in that. Yeah. If there's not goals in that, there's goals in nothing. Mick, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy. I'd like to see someone come up with a better team than that. They are. Well, I already have. Oh. But we're different eras. Yeah, well, but I think this, that, that trans, that's right across the board. That will take you across from the 50s right the way up to the modern day, more or less. Oh, not Ricky didn't Ricky Lambert never even got no, mentioned. No, he didn't, no, no. Thanks, Dad. All right, not a problem. How long was that? Um, plenty of time, 35 minutes. Was it really?